episode 45 of the Sharp and the Square. Super Saturday. It's a conference tournament day. A couple semifinals and a lot of other finals across the college basketball landscape. I am Matt Howe, joined by Justin Santoup, as always. And it was another rough day. Two back-to-back rough days. Justin, this might be your worst stretch of the season so far. And that's saying a lot. I'm, I'm trying to say that as a compliment. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not going to deny that. Uh, last two days, 11 and 23. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll have. What? Sound, are the sound effects really necessary? <laughs> I mean, here I am. Here I am admitting. Hi, <laughs> you know, hi, hi. My name is Justin, and I, I do lose get lose bets sometimes. Yes, yes. It's, a, it's a bad. Sh- and this is we've talked about this for a long time. I have bet a ton of games this year. I love volume. I bet every edge. So you are going to have stretches where you go eleven and twenty three. I haven't had very many. I've had a lot more where I've gone 23 and 11. Um, and that's why I'm still up 65, 70 units on the season. So I don't want to hear any fucking bullshit. Humble brag, humble brag. Yeah, not even a humble brag. I'll, I'll happily brag. Yeah, I've had a bad couple days. Boo fucking who. I lost four games yesterday by a number each. Four games by four points. Those could swing the other direction and I'm thrilled. Like that's that's the way this shit goes. So I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm motivated. And you know what? I'm a little bit angry. Okay, I'm a little agitated, but I'm not. Yeah, angry. yeah, yeah. There, like, there, there have been times where I've been, I've, I've had losing streaks this year. And you, I mean, you know, you because we've we've talked about this every single day, even before the pod. Like, we've been lockstep with with college basketball all season long. And it's been awesome. It's been a great ride. Typically, when I have a losing streak, I get very down because I start to not see the board right. I yeah. still feel like I'm seeing the board well, and I just feel like I'm. I'm clearly now the rain is gone. The rain is still pouring on me, but, <laughs> but I still feel feel good about it. And you know, the I know how regression works. Like I wasn't gonna keep winning. I I set my goal to be twenty units by the end of the fucking season, and I'm up seventy. So fucking a, like fuck everything. That's how I feel. Like no nobody come at me. Like don't come at me. Like people are coming at me. Don't come at me. I've won so much money yeah, this year. Yeah, you tell them. You tell them, bro. I'd rather get this 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 stretch of terrible regression out right now before the real goddamn thing starts next weekend. Yeah, you're right. That's how I feel. So I don't care that I've had a bad couple of days. And you know what? 11 and what? 23, 11 and 23 isn't even that freaking bad. It's bad, but it's not like 5 and 28. Like, it's not. Hey, however you want to justify it, Chief. <laughs> oh come on come on jt just hit a 20 footer for birdie on the first let's Ooh. have a day baby let's have a fucking day jt you know what let's get right into the board let's we don't even need to recap we need it we don't need it we don't need it we don't need it throw it away throw, throw out the away. Throw throughout the game over tape. that's over cuz all right let's get right into it then let's starting it. in the big 10 ohio state versus michigan Michigan, six-point favorite. Give me the Buckeyes. Revenge tour for the Buckeyes, plus six. Justin says no. No, I'm not saying no. I just I, – I don't – I feel really, really uh, strangely about this game. So, Kyle Young's out with a concussion for Ohio State. Isaiah Livers is out for Michigan with a foot injury. And Livers is probably more of an impact than Young is for Ohio State. I'm not so sure about that. Okay. So, I think on the surface – Isaiah Livers is a better basketball player than Kyle Young. In terms of what he means to his team, I'm not so sure about that. Ohio State fell apart yesterday when Kyle Young was out. 
fell apart because they're not deep in the front court. Somebody fucking calling me. They're not deep in the front court. Um, and like, that's going to be a problem against Michigan. How are you going to slow down Hunter Dickinson without Kyle Young? Like it's just going to be EJ Liddell and Zed key. Like that's, that's kind of an issue. Whereas Michigan, Isaiah Livers is one of those just wings that they have that are super good shooters, really athletic. And he's not the only one, like they can slot Shondi Brown in there and not miss a beat. Like that's, that's what makes Michigan so elite because Shondi Brown would be a feature guy on almost every team, every other team in the big 10. And he's just, he's the sixth man for Michigan and he'll slot in for Isaiah Livers. He's not as good a shooter, but like, he's not as good a leader, but I mean, he still is like a great player. So I think, I think it's kind of a wash. Livers is a better player, but Young, I think, means more to Ohio State. Um, I kind of lean Michigan, but that line is just – it's its its telling me stay away. I have a number edge on Ohio State, but, like, the, yeah. the line's big, and I feel like it's big for a reason, and I feel like Ohio State's probably going to be a public dog today. Uh, I, I tend to agree. I, I, I lean Ohio State. I like Ohio State, but um, the line seems really sharp. We know what Michigan is capable of. Um, they're the best team in the Big Ten. Also, Ohio State doesn't guard. Like, that's also a factor. Ohio State right, is a right. right. Um, so, yeah, this is, a, this is an interesting one. No play. That's fine. Um, you do have a play on the next game. Iowa versus Illinois. Illinois, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. And you like the Hawkeyes. I do. I really like Iowa. Um, Why? They don't defend. Fuck that. Okay. No, they, they, they don't really defend. Um, but like we've talked about their defense is situational. Yes. And like they defend inside, they defend the interior. Yeah. They don't defend the perimeter. Right. And Illinois, even though they are a pretty good three point shooting team. And, you know, we saw that last night with Rutgers, they want to get the ball inside. Like Io, he even though he's a good shooter, he's a drive first player. Yeah. Andre Corbello, drive first. Kofi Coburn, once the ball goes to him in the post, he doesn't pass it out. He's gotten like eleven or twelve straight games without a fucking assist. That's crazy. It's pathetic, honestly. Um, like Iowa defends the interior, and they've gotten better defensively as, as the season's gone on. Um, they will not turn the ball over. I think they have revenge on their mind. I think that. Watching them last night with a very with a healthy Wieskamp and a healthy Frederick and um, like I just they have the shot makers they have the experience and I think those things will play a huge role in this game today and you're telling me I get a full possession plus a hook in a game that I essentially view as a pick'em that I think we've viewed as a pick'em between these two teams all season long they've had different. There was a time where Iowa was higher. There was a time where Illinois was higher. Illinois is probably a little higher coming in, but let's not disrespect what Iowa has done the last week. Like everybody's all in on Illinois. Illinois is playing great, 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 whatever, blah, blah, blah. Iowa's won like eight of their last nine and their only loss was to Michigan. Like Iowa's red hot too. And I think the line is super inflated. And I don't think I'm the only one who thinks that. Bart makes Iowa a slight favorite. Um, Ken Palm, Ken Palm makes Illinois a one-point favorite. There are no injuries either way. Are we just overreacting to the fact that Illinois blew out Rutgers? Like, okay. Like, Illinois was playing eight on five. So. Rough show. It was a rough show. And they had they had the fans. And I just – this line's big. It's big. Right? 
It's yeah, it is a little bit. Reaction to, to Illinois all of a sudden they're this new top four team. Like Iowa's been there all year. And they battled all year, Iowa. And the, the other thing that we should really that, that may not be a factor, but I think kind of matters. Iowa lost a nail biter at Illinois earlier this season. Nail biter. You don't think that they want revenge today? Revenge factor. Revenge factor, experience factor. I mean, this is an Iowa team that I think I think when you have guys, and this this is my last point on this. When you have guys that have been in the program for a long time and have been key players for a long time, and Jordan Bohannon and Joe Wieskamp and Luca Garza have been key players for Iowa for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think winning the conference tournament means a little bit more than it does to Illinois. Not because Illinois doesn't want it, but I just think that they are a little younger. Um, I just, I don't know. They're a little newer to being part of this top upper echelon Big Ten mix. I think Iowa really wants to get to the Big Ten championship, and I think that they have what it takes to go out and do it. Um, I think that they can, I, I just, I feel, I feel a red hot performance from the outside for them. I feel Luca Garza getting covert in foul trouble. Like I really, I really like Iowa today getting a possession and a, and a, and a hook. What the hell is that? And a hook. It's three and a half. Yeah. yeah. It's too much. It's too many points. It's too many points. My numbers, I, my numbers, Illinois minus one. Like it's too many points. I like it as well. I like it as well, Tube. You make a lot of good points. I was a team, they, they're grinders. They battled it out all year. They've had their cold stretch, and they bounced back. Now they're in the middle of one of their hot stretches. Plus, um, plus, 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 and this may just be my my ranting on Rutgers, Illinois went to the free throw line like 35, 40 times yesterday. You know who doesn't foul when they defend? Iowa. Uh, yep. Iowa. Okay. Iowa doesn't foul, probably because they're slow and they don't contest shots, really, but like uh. – they don't really foul. So I don't see Illinois getting to the free throw line 40 times again. Yeah, I'm done with this game. But, yes, I like Iowa a lot. Awesome, 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 so awesome. Also, also, that dummy Colin is on Illinois. So, so it's another factor, man. All these factors. It's yeah. like dropping another stone in the bucket. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, let's go to the SEC now. Tennessee, Alabama. Alabama, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee playing without John Fulkerson. He's injured. His uh, facial injury after he was elbowed um, versus Florida. So he's out. He averages just under 10 points a game for Tennessee. With a team that struggles to find offense a lot of the time, this Tennessee team, losing a guy who's scoring 10 a game, I guess it just ships to Springer now and and Victor Bailey a little more to carry the load. Um, I don't know. I like Alabama. I think they're going to run him out of the gym. So I'm on Tennessee. Oh, all right. Let, let, uh, me hear, let me hear why. So I weirdly think no Fulkerson helps Tennessee match up better. Mm-hmm. It forces them to play Yves Pons at the five, which makes them more athletic and more versatile, um, which is so important. Like switchability is so important defending Alabama's like open space, three-point shooting attack. Like Fulkerson is a traditional back to the basket post big man. He does not want to come out and guard the perimeter. I don't think he was going to play much of a role in this game anyway. Um, so him being out, even though it may hurt Tennessee a little bit inside, I think in a weird way, it 
helps them match up with Alabama better because now they can go five out, you know, the, the lineup of, of Victor Bailey, Josiah Jordan James, Keon Springer, Jaden Springer, Keon Johnson, and, and Yves Pons is freakishly athletic. And, like, that can cause problems for Alabama. And the teams that have caused Alabama problems aren't exactly the, the high-flying offensive teams. They're the athletic, hard-nosed teams that can get hot from the outside and can force Alabama to play in the full court. Uh, play in the half court, excuse me, um, Arkansas, Missouri. Like these are teams that I equate closer. Oklahoma, another one. These are teams that are hard-nosed, switchable on defense, super athletic that I think match up better with Alabama than say an LSU that can run with them. But I don't think that really matters um, because Al- if you want to run with Alabama, Alabama is going to beat you because they're going to run with you. So yes, I really like Tennessee today. Um, and in a weird way, I think the Fulkerson injury helps. It makes them more athletic and more switchable and just better. It makes it a little easier for them to match up with Bama. There you have it. Does that, did I make some compelling points? You made some compelling points. Um, I love, I love Alabama. I think Alabama is totally live to make a run in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think they, they, their combination of offensive ability with their, like, tenacious D. Tenacious D is, I mean, they're a force to be reckoned with. Um, yeah. But let's not, let's not pretend like Tennessee is some, some pansy. No. And I think three and a half is a steep number to cover here in this one. Um, I like think the line, the line is sharp. I, I just, I, I, I like Alabama. I'm, I'm a little biased because we've been betting on them a lot this season. I feel like I've watched them a lot. Their tempo is just so much – they have such a higher tempo than Tennessee. I think that could get Tennessee in trouble if Alabama starts knocking down some shots on the run and gun. Um, they I think can, the thing, if Tennessee can control the tempo, they that'll totally – Sure. Yeah. I, I know I know what you mean. It's, you know, it's what, what which side is going to prevail. Is Tennessee going to be able to do that, or is Alabama going to be able to do what they want to do? Um, so I, I'm going to go with Alabama here. I think I'm going to play that. Um because Alabama is a team that can just pop you for a 20 0 run, 20 to five run. Like that's, this is how they operate. Um, but I like your points. I think it's, I think you make a lot of good points on Tennessee. Um, I, I, I however, I'm going to be on Alabama. So we're head to head. That's okay. Um, it's not a bad time to be going head to head versus you. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Get, um, get, as, as Danny Hurley said last year, when you come lost to Villanova, you better get us now because it's yeah, coming. Exactly. I want to get exactly. me. Now's the time to get me. Yeah, it's coming. Um, the other SEC semifinal game, LSU versus Arkansas. Justin, we both love LSU in this one. Arkansas is a four-point favorite. Oh, LSU, four and a half now. You said on some spots. Yeah, bro. I. Uh, it's tough because, like, Arkansas has been, like, a cover machine the last month of the season. Yeah. Um, but – I, I think LSU comes to play when the lights are on and they barely escaped Ole Miss last night. Um, and now this is a huge revenge spot for them. Rubber match. They feel like they had the game at Arkansas stolen from them. I think LSU has the ability inside um, to hang in there and rebound with Arkansas. I think that their guard play can make some shots. Um, and Arkansas, I, I mean, I'm – I don't want to say that they're 
lucky because obviously they're more than just lucky. They're really good. They're going to be a, I don't know, they're going to be a top three seed in the NCAA tournament. Um, but I just think these two teams are closer than, than expected. And you're giving me like, it's, it's like last night I got Missouri plus five and a half against Arkansas. Like I was going to take, I took it. I made the spread one. Um, like the same thing today. I make the spread one against LSU one and a half. Like I'm going to take LSU um, getting points, getting four and a half. That just feels like a crazy number to me when LSU is good enough to play with anybody in America. Um, so I don't, I don't, recommend continuing to fade Arkansas, but I've done it, um, lost a bunch on it, but I, uh, I think LSU can hang in there tonight. Okay. So that wraps up the SEC onto the championship games. We got three championship games first in the ACC, Georgia tech versus Florida state, Florida state, a four and a half point favorite, uh, Florida state's last game was canceled because of COVID, uh, versus Duke. So they got a, that was that, that was their last game, right? No, no, they played. They played North Carolina. Never mind. Florida State, um, North Carolina last yeah, they played North Carolina. Um, but so they're in the championship versus Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's game versus Virginia was coveted out. That's what I'm thinking of. So um, they get a bye here to the final against a Florida State team that beat North Carolina by three. Depending on where you got that number, that was a cover. Um, uh, I, 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 JT with back-to-back birdies to start his round. Bang, bang. Um, I tend to lean Georgia Tech here. Uh, and I've been betting on Florida State all season. I just feel like Georgia Tech is a damn good team, too. They have great guards. Um, they're fresh because they had off the other day. Um, four and a half is a lot. It's more than a possession. I think they'll be able to keep it close. Yeah, I don't disagree. My, number's four, my number is four, four and a half. Um uh, I agree. They're fresh. Florida state should be able to dominate inside. That's like the only thing that gives me a little bit of pause, but like I, here's, here's why I, I I'm hesitant to bet Georgia tech. Yeah. Uh, I think Georgia tech has done all they needed to do to get to where they want it to be. And I think Florida, like, I think the two teams had very different goals coming into the season, right? Georgia tech's goal, make the NCAA tournament. They've done that. Florida state's goal, win the ACC championship. So I think Florida State definitely has a motivation edge. I haven't bet this. I'm optimistic that it comes down um, to like three and a half, and then I'd be on Florida State. Like, I want to be on Georgia Tech, but I think – I just think Florida State – I think they got past North Carolina. Like, that was like the hurdle they had to climb. And now it's just can they get across the finish line, and I I believe they can. Um, So – no play for me. The number's a little bit too large, but I lean, I lean the Knowles. All right. Um, Big East, Georgetown versus Creighton. Creighton, an eight and a half point favorite. Georgetown has been winning. They just keep winning in the Big East tournament. Now they've made it all the way to the finals, um, and they're going to take on a Creighton team, and they have to cover eight and a half. That seems like a lot of points to me. Um, either side, I really have no interest in back in Creighton here to cover eight and a half um, just because the way Georgetown's been playing, they, they're, they're hungry. They're, they're winning and eight and a half is a lot of points. That being said, I also don't really feel comfortable backing George Georgetown in this either um, in this game. I don't know. How do you feel, Mr. Sharp? I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, my number's like seven. 
But I think if Georgetown plays, if Georgetown goes cold from the outside, like I don't, it's going to be tough. I think Georgetown can dominate in the paint um, with Wahab. He's a beast and Creighton won't have an answer, but I think Creighton got there. I think it's a similar situation. Like Creighton got over the hurdle by beating UConn and now can they finish the job? Um, I don't know. Like Georgetown has done such great things though. And I don't really, they're such a great story and I don't want to bet against that. So nothing for me in this game. Yeah. Big 12, Oklahoma state versus Texas, the Cade Cunningham show, Oklahoma state knocks off Baylor yesterday as Baylor was a nine point favorite. Oklahoma state wins outright. Now they're playing a Texas team. Texas is a two and a half point favorite. I think you like the Longhorns here. You think the Cade Cunningham show is, is, has run out of some steam in the Big 12 championship? It's not necessarily that. It's, it's just that I think Oklahoma State played their peak ultimate performance yesterday um, sure. to beat Baylor. Like that, I'm sure that to them felt like a Big 12 championship. Um, and I think it was a little bit lucky. <laughs> like if you look at the numbers – they shot twice as many free throws as Baylor. Um, Baylor shot 21% from three, which is significantly below their season average of 43%. Yeah. If Baylor shoots their normal percentage from three, they win the game by nine points. Like, let's think about that. Um, and I didn't feel like Baylor had missed, like, I don't, they weren't contested threes. Like, they just had a cold shooting night. That happens. I uh, I like Texas. Number's a little steep, though. Like, my, I, I, I have a slight number edge with Oklahoma state. Like I make it Texas minus one. So Texas minus two and a half is like a little shaky, but um, I don't want to bet on Oklahoma state. I think that they did. I think that beating Baylor was like a heroic performance and to come back from that and now beat Texas who basically just had a day off. That's a, that's a tough ask. So no, thank you. No, play. I, I, no I agree. I agree. Lean um, Texas, but no play. Lean Texas, no play. Fine. Um, and then the final game here on today's pod, we're going to be talking about the Pac-12 championship, Oregon State, Colorado. Colorado's a nine-point favorite in that one. Uh, any interest here, Mr. Pac-12? <laughs> um, no, no. Oregon yeah. State is uh, – they're similar to Georgetown, except like they're in the Pac-12 and playing at midnight, so nobody's thinking about it. But, <laughs> but they're, they're a team that had no hope, and now they're a win away from playing in the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't love laying large numbers with Colorado. That's just not – I just don't see it like that with them. And I think that their efficiency ratings overrate them. But I don't want to be on Oregon State either. Like, I'm not I'm not buying into the hype. I do lean Oregon State even though I, – I do lean Oregon State. Um, I think that they're athletic enough and physical enough to get there. But I don't know. I don't know how much desire I have to bet on this game. That's it? We don't have any more, Matt? That's it, man. Unless you want to... We got the Mountain West Championship game. Go for it. That's a big game. San Diego State minus one and a half against Utah State. Go for it. Break it down. I like San Diego State. Okay. They lost twice to Utah State during the regular season, both at Utah State. Um, they played a game and a half without Matt Mitchell, their best player. He was hurt. Um, he got hurt in the first half of that first game against Utah State and then missed the zag spot. I think San Diego State's just a better basketball team. Three straight birds for Jay Tizzle. Okay. Come on, baby. Get hot. Um, 
I, I think San Diego State's three-point shooting. I think that Nathan Mensa on the inside can match what Nimi Keita does. Um, and I think San Diego State is just a better three-point shooting team, and I think that's going to be significant in this game. Um, like Jordan Shackle, Matt Mitchell, like these guys have been there before. They've been there before. Like they know they know what to expect. And even though Utah State won this conference tournament last season um, with a lot of the same guys, I just think it's a possible revenge spot for, for San Diego State. And I think winning the Mountain West Championship means a little extra to them especially because they don't want to get swept and lose three times in a season to what has basically become their arch rival in the conference. So I like the Aztecs. All right. Any other games? No, I think that's it for like the marquee-ish games, right? Yeah. Do you see anything else that's jumping out at you? No. Um, Negative. I hope, I mean, I think, I think Memphis is live against Houston. They're seven and a half point dogs, but like the problem is, Everything that Memphis does, Houston does better. So, like, it's tough to, to really get yeah. a for that. Um, you know, that's that's really it. Uh, I think that there are a couple interesting mid-major conference championship games. Like, I don't have any plays, but I'd like to see Buffalo beat Ohio, and I'd like to see Western Kentucky beat North Texas just because I think that those two teams would be incredibly live in the NCAA tournament. Um same with UC Santa Barbara against UC Irvine. Like I think UC Santa Barbara will be incredibly live in the NCAA tournament. So I just, I hope that those teams find ways to, to win because they have the ability to be giant killers um, next week. So just some rooting interests, but no plays. Awesome. All right, Mr. Santu, happy uh, Saturday. And we will get this thing rolling um, and up and let's, Pray for some winners. Uh, you're due. You're due. You're due. And you're confident on the board, so I like it. All right, bro. All right. Peace out, bro.